The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. With your host, Dave Hondell. Hi everyone, welcome to The Stage Door Show. Tonight, we're so happy to have back with us an amazing talent in the world of country music. She's a prolific songwriter and singer, and as I said the last time she was on, she's taking Nashville by storm. So please welcome back to the show, Ash Taylor. Ash, thanks for being back with us. Oh, of course, man. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, I know we talked about this last time, but I want to get back into this because you're from uh, Bakersfield, California. And a lot of people might not know this, but Bakersfield, I mean, there's a lot of people from Bakersfield area that, you know, bit huge in country music. And these were your 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 inspirations, I guess, from from being in Bakersfield before moving to Nashville, correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, for anyone you know who's listening who maybe doesn't know, uh, my hometown of Bakersfield, California, is known as the original Nashville. And so back in like the '60s and the '70s, um, people like Buck Owens and Merle Haggard were basically uh, creating what is known as the Bakersfield sound. Um, and so that's kind of what I grew up around, and um, you know, just something that I guess is just very implanted into me. Uh, so yeah, proud to be from such a little farm town out in the middle of nowhere, but that has just such great history and such great roots. You know, and I know that you, you know, you met, uh, you know, Clay Mills, uh, you know, who's, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people that, that he wrote for, uh, and, you know, that friendship, uh, you know, I understand kind of helped bring you to Nashville, right. And kind of get that bug to go out yeah. there and kind of start your career out there. Oh, it, it definitely did. Yeah. I was basically, um, you know, just a kid in my bedroom writing terrible songs and trying to figure out how to be better. And, uh, I met Clay through this thing called Songtown USA, which is like a online, online songwriting community. And, uh, man, we just hit it off and we developed a friendship. And after, after a while, you know, he told me, he was like, you're not going to do anything writing songs in your bedroom in Bakersfield. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, and so, uh, he offered me an internship. Uh, my, so my first year here in Nashville, uh, I was able to intern with Clay and Mans and I learned a lot about just songwriting the business and, and everything. But yeah, so Clay Mills is really who brought me here and, uh, just very grateful to him for, um, his kindness and just, you know, for, you know, opening that door for me and getting me here to Nashville. And, um, it was not an easy one. Uh, when I made the decision to basically move to Nashville, um, I had never even seen it before, never visited, never been. Um, but I knew that's where everyone says you have to go. And so when Clay gave me that offer, I literally sold everything I owned and I just jumped on a plane and I came out here. And other than Clay, I didn't know anyone. So I slept in my car uh, in the backseat of a Chrysler 06 PT Cruiser. Uh, eventually I would meet people and sleep on their couches and, you know, I figured out how to get a job and, you know, how do you do this and how do you do that? So um, it was a, you know, some people say that's probably a dumb decision, but it's probably the best decision I've ever made, you know, and uh, I definitely don't regret that decision to move out here and just kind of give everything up, jump on a plane and go uh, for nothing. Yeah. And the other the other thing about about Nashville and, and, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I hear from almost everybody is how supportive the town of Nashville is, regardless of the genre of music that you're you're playing or writing. It, it's it's unlike you know there's always competition no matter what where you go but it seems like in nashville instead of trying to outdo each other they try to help each other so it's almost like a committee you know things are done by yeah. committee as opposed to like kind of leaving you out on your own no i i would totally agree with that i i don't think there's anything like the community here in nashville i mean literally it doesn't matter what genre you do or whatever everyone in this town is creative 
whether you do, you know, music or you're an artist or a guitar player or um, an audio guy, maybe you're, maybe you paint murals all over the city. Maybe, I mean, there's radio and film and television. There's so many forms of art here. And everyone that lives here is such a creative and we really do take care of our own. I mean, I literally would meet people, you know, when I first came to town and they were so kind and so welcoming and everyone tried to help me and give me advice. And, you know, when they found out like my situation, they'd be like, okay, I got a couch, come, come sleep on my couch, you know, and Hey, let me meet, introduce you to this person. And, and, you know, let's write and let's do, and have you done this. And I mean, everyone was so kind and so helpful. And, um, that's the one thing I love about Nashville. And I think, some people here may say that that's a dying thing, but I think it's up to artists like myself to literally reach behind me and pull up the next person and kind of repay that kindness and, and keep that going. Because I think that is what makes Nashville so incredibly special for sure. And I think unlike a lot of towns, you know, Nashville, uh, you know, you, you might hear a name that you, you've never heard of before but you may have heard every single song that that person wrote for whoever else. Cause it's such a big songwriting town, you know, so, you know, you're also a performer. So people, people know you from performing as well, but you know, talk about the, the amount of song. I mean, cause songwriting in Nashville is like, I think it's huge. Um, but you also have, you know, when he, every time I see, you know, pictures of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, was it broad street or broad Broadway, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's club after club after club. It almost looks like Bourbon Street in, in New Orleans in a way where there's club upon club, like one like after the other. So it almost gives you like an, an ever ending, uh, you know, place to kind of show your craft in a way. I mean, is that is that really the case where you can, you know, try out your new songs at, at whatever club, you know, because there's so many clubs there. I mean, does that make it easier for a a musician to, to show their craft? There's a lot of places um, that do like writer's nights or writer's rounds. And that's a very national thing. And that's everything from a lot of the bars and of course, places like the Bluebird and, you know, the listening room and, and, you know, bigger venues down to just little dive bars. Um, and, and always so appreciative of people like that because for, whether you're an artist like myself or a songwriter, that's where we get to go out and play original music for people. And they're there to listen to original music and it's very well received. And that's also how you get to meet like new writers and, uh, you know, new people in town. And it's just a great networking event. Um, all of those bars and everything, um, that is the, I'm going to play wagon wheel and, you know, all, all the Broadway standards of kind of like cover songs. Um, it's been a year on Broadway and I uh, played it, pretty much every one of those bars down the road. And, uh, that's a, that's a, you know, for me, I, I like to write my own songs and I like to sing my own songs and, uh, I like to be an artist. That's what I love to do. And, uh, so for me, I don't usually like to do a lot of covers or cover gigs anymore. Uh, but, uh, God bless the people that go down there every day on Broadway and fight the traffic and fight the crowds and get up on stage for four hours and <laughs> put on a hell of a show. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not for the faint part, but, uh, but yeah, but man, I'll tell you, if, if you, if you like to write songs or if you're thinking about writing songs, I, I feel like just the community here in Nashville is just so great about that. You know, and when I moved to town, I actually moved here to be a songwriter. Um, I had no intentions of being an artist or anything. And after I was here for a while, uh, a lot of people were like, Hey, uh, you're an artist. And I was like, really? Well, how do you do that? You know, what does that look like? And, uh, you know, it kind of put me on my my path that I'm on now. And, you know, now that I am an artist and, and, you know, I've kind of gotten that under my feet, it, it's like, yeah, this is definitely where I fit and there's no better way. Um, for me, I mean, this is just, I, 
I love doing interviews like this and I love touring and I love, you know, the whole creative process. I not just writing songs. I love everything. Um, all the details from merch to websites to business. I, I really enjoy that kind of a lifestyle. So, um, I'm glad I kind of stumbled upon it, but I owe that to my songwriting community. So, Hey, it's Dave from the stage door show. Have you ever wanted a digital business card that would speak for you? Well, let me introduce you to Talking V-Card. Imagine this, a business card that doesn't just sit in somebody's wallet, but actively introduces you, shares your latest work, or even a special message. That's what Talking V-Card is all about. It's modern, environmentally friendly, and has been an absolute game changer for networking in this digital age. Now here's the most exciting part. For a limited time, you can get lifetime ownership of your very own Talking V-Card for only $99. Plus, to ensure you're maximizing its potential, they're offering a free consultation to help supercharge your brand. As many of you know, Talking V-Card is a proud VIP sponsor of our show, and I've been using it personally. The feedback has been absolutely amazing. For everyone tuned in right now, if you're looking to make a lasting impression and elevate your brand, I genuinely recommend giving Talking V-Card a try. There's a unique link on our show notes that'll take you straight there. And remember, maybe the next voice somebody hears from a digital card will be yours. Stay creative and stay connected. Talking V-Card. Let's talk about writing music because, you know, I've talked to a lot of musicians and they have different processes, I guess, to, to write music, but... You know, I, do you ever just pick up the guitar and come up with the melody first? Or do you have like poems or things that you write words first? I mean, what usually comes first for you, the, the lyrics or the melody? For sure. One thing is even if the melody or if a chord progression or if something like that comes first, I like to know where I'm going. And so for me, I'm a big thing. If I find something that's cool, I'm like, what is this? What is the vibe? What is this song about? What is whatever? And so then I keep a a huge running list in my phone of song ideas and lyrics and, and all that. But for me, I kind of find it hard to just jump in my car and drive if I don't know where my end point is. Um, so I love to just get like a good, a good title, a good hook, and then be able to write to that, you know, to have that end goal in mind and just kind of be able to map out the song and map out, especially the story. Um, I think in country music, so many of our songs, our story songs. And so if you know where you're going, you're able to go back and then be able to tell that story properly uh, with the beginning and the middle and an end and, uh, and everything. And, and uh, so to me, I think the idea is probably the first thing that has to come and then everything else I can kind of figure out from there. Do you ever, do you ever have like writer's block or you ever get, get a chance uh, to kind of have to put it aside, you know, and just take a week to say, you know, just try to put it all aside and, and try to, rejuvenate your brain and and sometimes i think creative people sometimes almost have to take some time out uh otherwise it can get frustrating because you're not getting the ideas or you almost have to get inspired by something first you ever run into that you know i don't run into that too often but i think um i think it kind of depends you know uh if I'm writing a song for myself, I usually know what it is I want to say. And like I said, I usually have the, the title and the hook. And for me, that's very smooth sailing, you know, because it's like, well, this is what I want to say. And this is how I want to say it. And so it's rare for that situation that I would run into writer's block. Um, sometimes though, I still do write for other people. So maybe I'm in the room just as a songwriter and there's another artist and, you know, we're writing for them and for, you know, their project that's coming now and, and all of that. Um, sometimes, yeah, then, then writer's block can definitely be a thing. Cause you're kind of, for me, I'm forcing myself to get out of my own head 
and kind of figure out what this person's wanting to say and how do we do this? Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need a break, you know? And I, and I also think for me, one of the big things is I would much rather, I would much rather a song take me 10 years or 20 years to write and just have it be a great song than just write one song that's not very good. I could have one great song or I could have a hundred terrible songs. So I, I try to not put so much pressure on myself. So if I'm feeling it, great. But if I'm just like, man, I, I don't feel like this is good. I don't feel like this is like what, where this story goes or where this needs to be. I'm just like, yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a walk. Let's grab some lunch and let's come back to it with fresh eyes and fresh ears. And it always makes a big difference. It really does. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, you're also you're also named one one to watch by the Nashville Songwriters Association International. You also won an International Songwriters Award. So talk about that in 2021, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I um I did win the uh, Songwriters Award in 2021 um, for a song that I wrote uh, called Cake, uh, which is off of my first EP Bakersfield, um, which came out in 2019. And um, Cake was. Uh, you know, again, talking about story songs, I was dating this guy at the time, uh, many years ago. I'm, I'm now a happily married woman and have a wonderful, amazing husband, uh, who actually is my band leader. He plays lead guitar with me and, you know, we travel the world getting to do what we love together. And, and I kind of asked for a better guy, but, uh, I dated a lot of jerks before I found the good one, you know? And, uh, this guy I was dating was just, like I said, a big jerk and it was my birthday and, uh, he stood me up on my birthday. And so I, I was, you know, sitting there with some friends and, and they're like, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I don't know. I, I just want a man to look at me like I look at cake. And we all started laughing and I was like, there's a song somewhere in there. So the next day I broke up with the guy and I wrote that song and, um, you know, I wrote it kind of as a joke, um, and just thought it'd be funny and it would be clever and, you know, we'll get some laughs out of it. But I played it one time at a show and then everyone requested it. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that song is a, is a crowd favorite and then the, then it you know won a world songwriting award and i'm just like oh okay i guess it goes to show you know sometimes i think we can as songwriters get in our head to be like you gotta write this really ground shattering breaking you know serious song and sometimes that's great but sometimes i think people just want to laugh i think if they relate to it and i'm i'm sure i'm not the only girl who you know had a guy you know stand her up and it's just being about being relatable but yeah man i'm I love writing songs and uh, winning awards. And I, I was named one to watch by the NSAI, which is the National Songwriters Association, many times over. Um, and I really appreciate that. Um, I put a lot of time and a lot of work and effort into trying to every day wake up and be a better songwriter and, and really kind of work on that craft. And some days I feel like maybe I'm getting closer to that goal, and some days not, but I still wake up and I, I try. So anytime I feel like you get recognized, um, it's it's humbling it's honoring you know it's i I just really appreciate it and um glad that glad that they think my work my work is worthy of it i guess so i I love writing songs though yeah it's amazing i mean it's such it's yeah, you know, I think uh, songwriting has got to be one of those most gratifying things that you can do as an artist, you know, to, you know, to have to, to your vision, to have that come to life and to be able to share that with the world and, and just, and have an award because of it. And sometimes it's the ones you don't, you know, you don't anticipate or you don't really think about that, you know, it's going to get yeah. you right. And because. Um, when I, you know, when I play, when I write a brand new song and maybe I don't have it fully down and memorized and all that, and I get up on stage to play it, I'm not going to do that at like some big show, 
I'm going to do that at a writer's round here in Nashville, you know, and I'm going to test that, test it out on the crowd and see how people react. And that is the best indication um, that you could ever ask for. Cause if they like it at a writer's round, they'll love it at a big show, you know? So it's, it's really humbling. Um, but yeah, and I, I'm playing some rounds and stuff that are coming up. And uh, this past month, like, for example, I've been writing a lot of new material. So for myself as an artist, I just wrote 12 brand new songs just this past month. So it's like, cool. Okay. Um, now I don't always write 12 songs a month for myself, but I was really on a roll, you know, and my mind was in this creative writing space and just they came out and some of them I'm like, well, I think these are really awesome. And, but here's the deal. I don't really know until I go playing for people. And so, um, that, that's one thing I'm really excited about. It's like, man, I got some rounds coming up and I'm going to play all new songs and uh, we figure out which ones stick and you know, which, which songs maybe don't do well and that's all right, but which ones are the next cake. And for me too, being a songwriter, but then also getting to be an artist, my favorite thing out of everything is when people can sing it back to you. I, I remember not too long after Cake came out on my first EP, um, I played this really big show up in New York. It was probably like the biggest show I'd ever played at that point. There's a couple thousand people there. And um, it was at this college, it was at a university. And I show up, man, and I, everyone on the bill was a rapper or like a rock band. And I come out there, this country kid, and I, I did it acoustic. It was me and my husband playing guitar with me. And man, we just, we did not fit in. We were country as hell. I don't know how this, I don't know how this show is going to go over. Okay. Man, I take, I got up on stage and uh, there were so many people that knew all the words to all of my songs. Every song I played, they knew the words to. And when I played Kate, and man, I'll tell you what, every one of those people, I swear to God, they sang back to me and it almost knocked me over. It was like one of those moments because it's not just about them like knowing the words. It's like I created this this thing that's in the world, right? And whether that came out of a good place or a bad place, you get it and you clearly connect with it. And now you're gonna sing it back to me. And it's just a moment that it's like I don't I don't think I can put that into words. And yeah. it just it makes every roadblock that you run into being an artist you know like when people tell you no or you know you're trying to figure out how do you release this song and do this and you're tired and you've worked 150 hours because that's your life as an independent artist you know that's that's my life and i'm happy with that but man when it gets hard you think about moments like that and you're like you know what it's worth it yeah 100 you know bruce hall from uh rario speedwagon said the same thing you did he said the first time when they first started, you know, as a band and the first time the, the crowd sang back the song that he helped write, he said it was a spiritual experience. He said, I, he said, you can't even describe it, you know, in, in words because you, you thought these words and people are singing them back to you. And, and it's, it's like a surreal experience that had, it had to have been just the craziest thing ever. That's great. Uh, yeah, no, it, it really is. And like I said, I think, I think too, the thing that I've really just come to know is, you know, sometimes, uh, whether, you know, just in music in general, sometimes you get really, really highs. Sometimes you get lows. Sometimes you have a lot of money. Sometimes you don't, you know I mean? It's just like life. You go up and you go down, but I think moments like that are what just makes everything so worth it because at that point, it's just not about you anymore. It, you know, it's just, it's about them. It's about music, the power of music. It's, it's like, that's what it's all about, man. So the music becomes a fabric of their life and, and it's, you know, for the rest of their lives. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, in fact, I think one thing that people 
can agree on most human beings that, you know, it's that one song that makes you think of whatever it is, either uh, a relationship, a breakup, um, it reminds you of your, your, your mom, your grandma, whatever. I mean, there's certain music out there that it just triggers. I think most of us, I, I, I think you'd be lying if you said that there's not a song out there that doesn't relate to you in some way, form or fashion. So it's, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I mean, and that's just the power of music. I know, um, I know for me, uh, my Nana was really the reason like why I got into country music and, um, she was just, you know, she played it every day, 24 seven, but I can always remember the first country song I ever heard was Loretta Lynn's Cole Miner's daughter. And every time that I hear Cole Miner's daughter, um, it's like I'm right back in my Nana's living room and I can see her cooking dinner. I mean, you know, and, and just breakup songs, love songs. It's, and it goes back to the thing about being a songwriter. It's like, we get to create that. I mean, how freaking cool is that? The awesome thing, man. It's timeless. Uh, you know, the, the one thing that I like to ask independent artists like yourself is, is there one venue out there that you have not played yet that you just, you know, it's, it's, it's on your bucket list. I mean, uh, what's that dream venue that you've always wanted to play? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, without a doubt, the Grand Old Opry, uh, hands down. I yeah. I would uh, consider it the biggest honor just to be able to, to play there. Uh, if they ever did eventually make me a member, I, I don't know what I would do. But uh, to me, that's just, you know, that's country music. That's where it all started. That's the mother church. It's, um, it's a very spiritual thing. And I, I've been to many an Opry show since moving to Nashville and every time I'm just blown away. And, um, if I ever get to stand in that circle, I, I could die the next day and be completely happy, you know, but yeah, definitely the Grand Old Opry. Wow. And then with all of our listeners out there that are also independent artists that may be just starting, you know, from your long road to get to where you are, um, you know, what kind of advice can you give somebody just starting out? And, uh, you know, I think, I think being an independent artist and, in, in, you know, making it like yourself, uh, you know, we've spoken to, you know, Mitch Rossell and some other people in Nashville that are in the artists that, you know, are, are being successful, just being, you know, their own management team, so to speak. So in your experience, I mean, what kind of advice can you give somebody that wants to do the same? I would say uh, move to Nashville and be willing to work very hard. Uh, you need to figure out who you are and what it is you stand for, uh, what you want to say as an artist. Uh, don't let someone tell you that or tell you what you're supposed to look like or sound like or whatever, like be you, you know, there's, we have Carrie Underwood and we have a Luke Bryan, we have Morgan Wallen. Um, but like, who are you and, and do what you do and do it well. I would also say be willing to listen. Um, don't act like you know everything because I can promise you, you know, um, this town is full of just the best of the best. And, uh, if you're willing to show up and put in the work and listen, you can learn so much just from the people here and around you. And they're actually willing to share that information with you. And I think that's just one of the coolest things, but, um, also just don't be discouraged. Some days are great. Some days, not so much, but you know, it's, it's a valley and, and just like life, it has its up and downs and, um, just be consistent, show up, work hard and be consistent. That's great advice. Um, it's awesome. You know, and then the last, the last few years, I mean, I, I, I would say the last decade, let's say, um, you know, I think country music has really con come into its own. 
uh, as more of a mainstream genre. It's not, it's not just countries over here and it's not going to be included in any of these award shows. And, you know, country has really become, uh, you know, one of the mainstream genres and not only that, but the collaboration between genres, you know, there's a lot of country singers, you know, hooking up with, uh, pop singers that are doing albums and they're doing, you know, uh, rock singers sometimes are, are getting with, you know, country singers. So talk about the, the evolution of country music in the last decade and how exciting that is. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think it's super, super exciting. Um, I think it's always really cool to collaborate. I think especially with people outside of your genre, you probably come up something, you know, something more musical, uh, musically different, if you will, than what you would do if you, you know, hung out with just someone in your own genre. Um, you know, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm very clearly a country artist. Um, uh, I, I make my own style of it, but I, I, I play country music. Um, and I'm always reminded of something though, because to me, it's really just all about the song. And I think, you know, just again, knowing who you are and what you want and how you want to say it and all. But, um, one of my favorite quotes was by Buck Owens, uh, the founder of Chloe Bakersfield Sound. And he had this really great thing where he would say, um, I will play no song that is not a country song. And then he would turn around and go into Johnny Be Good. Uh, it, you know, with the script and rock and roll guitar and everything, but you know, it goes to show it's like, well, what is this and what is that? And just good music is just good music. Um, so I think it's exciting. I, I think it's awesome. That's hundred percent. Right. I, I think now, what are your thoughts about the saturation though of, of Nashville? Because I think behind Florida, Nashville is the one city where people are flocking to like in droves, not just to get into country music, but just in general, because Nashville is such a, a great place to live and, and raise a family. So has it become more competitive for you? I mean, has it, has it become one of those things where you're like enough already? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I feel like, um, you know, to be fair, I mean, I, I moved to town in, uh, let's see, 2016 is when I first moved here. And um, I have seen Nashville change an awful lot. Um, I actually feel like when the pandemic hit, because, you know, the thing about Nashville that I think maybe not a lot of people realize unless you really pay attention, Nashville not only went through the pandemic, which was terrible for our economy, uh, so many venues and businesses and all just went out, but a lot of musicians and whether that's singer, songwriter, guitar player, sound guy, whoever, they couldn't live here anymore. So they all up and left. Um, we also had a bombing on Christmas morning. We also were hit with these tornadoes that literally wiped out whole cities uh, surrounding Nashville and even part of downtown. So, I mean, Nashville's had a really, really rough couple of years. Um, so for me, uh, I, I've seen the change and I see the flock of people. Um, I don't really feel though, like a lot of the people that are moving here is for country music anymore. Um, and I, I, I hate to say it, but if I'm, I'm all about honesty, uh, to me, I actually wish I had more competition. I feel like, uh, I'm one of the few that has left that kind of knew what Nashville used to be like before the pandemic. I'm still here and doing my thing. And, um, I'm very blessed to say that. And that's with a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifices and stuff. But man, um, I, I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, just had to move away. And I, I think a lot of people that are moving here just think it's 
cool and hip to live here. <laughs> so kind of turning it more to LA, if you will, than maybe Nashville, but you know, maybe, that, maybe that won't be the case always. And just like anything else, things change. So I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic still. I have to, I'm pulling, I'm actually, as, as we were speaking, I'm pulling up your, your website, um, ashtaylor.com, uh, for those listening, got to pull up her website is so well done, you know, and I know you were talking about, this is something you really like to do. And I just, I mean, even your, your, your brand, your logo is amazing. And, uh, just I mean, the pictures and, and just everything about it and your sponsors. And I mean, it's really well done. And I know something that's mentioned on here is Ash Wednesdays. Oh, so before we get into your website, um, talk about Ash Wednesdays. I think it's a great idea. Oh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, so um, Ash Wednesdays happens the first Wednesday of every single month over on my Facebook page at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And it's literally just a super fun hangout. Um, my husband and I uh, will go uh, do a Facebook Live and we sit and just talk with folks that tune in. Uh, we'll fill you in on like shows and different things coming up in case you're interested in attending an event or a show or something. Um, we play music. Sometimes it's a cover tune. Sometimes it's original music. Uh, sometimes I'll play you a song that like I just wrote and you're the first to hear it. Um, so we just hang out. We have fun. Uh, and it's just a good time. We also do a giveaway every single month. So sometimes you get like a, you know, a piece of Ash Taylor merch. Um, or sometimes we have people sponsor an episode. And so we give away all kinds of things. Uh, uh, we have like Web Western and uh, Straight Haggard actually uh, wearing one of their hats right now. And just different companies will come on and sponsor and give us some stuff to give away. And, uh, and it's, it's a blast. Though. I'll tell you what, I always, I always enjoy it. And just a way to connect with fans and kind of keep up to date and play some music and have some laughs. And uh, just so everybody knows, they also have... Uh handkerchiefs for for dogs uh, which i think is amazing i love it <laughs> i mean everything on here is just so cool and uh you know check out her merch uh coffee mugs i mean you name it she's got everything on here so it's just so cool uh you know so th before we leave uh ash i just want to uh, ask you when, when it's all said and done you know what do you want your legacy to be what do you want people to walk away with when they hear ash taylor i hope that i inspire people I, th I think that's the big thing. I know for me, there's been a lot of people uh, that have, you know, been in my life that have definitely inspired me to do different things, but always just to be better. So, you know, I looked at women like Loretta Lynn and Gretchen Wilson and Freddie Clark, and I wish I was like them musically. And, you know, they inspire me to get up every day and, you know, write songs and just be better. Uh, think of people like my Nana, uh, you know, just, I can think of so many people that just, inspire me to be better and if I could be that to someone else and help someone maybe put their life on a good course and encourage them to be the best version of themselves I, I think that would be very rewarding for sure yeah well I mean you're you're such on a great track and you know you've already had success and I think the sky's the limit for you uh you're, you're just such a down-to-earth person and so easy to talk to and in fact I, I was getting feedback from my last uh live show with you and, and people were just um you know amazed at how how down to earth and gracious you were. So I, I you know, I appreciate that uh, in any artist and, you know, anybody listening who's an artist themselves. I mean, this is, this is how you, this is how you do it. This is, you're the real deal. So, uh, you know, again, just, you know, thank you for, for joining us again um, on the show. I know I apologize for the, <laughs> for the, uh, you know, the technical difficulties last time, but, you know, just appreciate you jumping on again so we can, we can put this on our, our platforms and, uh, you know, again, you're always welcome on the show again, but thank you, Ash Taylor. Thank you so much. 
Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And um, honestly, just appreciate you and all you do. And uh, I wouldn't be able to get out there and share my music or my story if it wasn't for, you know, people like you letting me come on your show. So thank you. Thank you so much.